This is the Retirement Key Podcast with Pat Volk, financial advisor of Abish Financial Services. And I'm Heather Branch here with Pat talking about what you can be working on, ways to help prepare for your financial future. RetirementKeyRadio.com. That's where you can go to begin your own conversation with the entire team at Abish Financial Services. Again, it's RetirementKeyRadio.com. Calm. Meanwhile, a lot of folks spend time on the weekends, maybe in the yard, folding laundry, listening to podcasts. Uh, one of your favorite pastimes, Pat, is watching movies. Here's my question for you. Do you have like favorite old movies you've cataloged that you always go back to that you like to watch, catch up on the weekends? Yes. Or are you a new movie person? Like you just really love the new content or is there somewhere in the middle for you? Mm, I would say somewhere in the middle. The new ones I'm a little bit more picky on. Sure. Uh, but the old ones, I mean, they're tried and true. Oh, what's your favorite movie then? What's your favorite classic? A classic Lawrence yeah. of Arabia. Really? That is mov- a throwback. Best movie ever made. Okay. They'll All never right. make another one. I actually just watched it over the weekend with my youngest son. I was doing a 90s throwback a few days ago. I had a craving for Jerry Maguire and I just so good. The most yeah. quotable movie I think. There are so many one-liners that came out of that movie in our society today still being yes. used. Yes, and I, I kind of wonder if the younger generation knows where they came from. I, I, they need to watch. Everybody make sure your kids and grandkids watch Jerry Maguire. It's just such, I feel like it's such a evolution type movie. You, you it is. It's it, inspirational. You feel with him the entire time. Yes, you do. He just crashes and then the way the he thing? just redeems himself. It's amazing. I love it. Thinking about some of our favorite old movies. An interesting point and perspective that was recently brought up about favorite movie lines we commonly quote. So, dear listener, can you guess what these movie lines are from? Of course, you all. Houston, we have a problem. Famous from Apollo 13 with Tom Hanks. Uh, If you build it, they will come. That's one of my favorite, uh, that's one of my husband's favorite movies with Kevin Costner, Field Mine of Dreams. As well. mm-hmm. And then the one that everybody loves to joke about, especially during the summertime, we're going to need a bigger boat from the movie Jaws. Yes. However, here's the problem with all of those quotes, Pat. Explain to us. Well, they're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Simply put, uh, they didn't say, Houston, we have a problem. It was actually, ah, Houston, we've had a problem. Mm -hmm. And in Field of Dreams, they would remember they were referring to his father. So it was, if you build it, he will come. And then in Jaws, it was actually talking to Quint. He said, you're going to need a bigger boat. So here Not we, we are going to need a bigger boat. Here we boat. have been all these years later saying it wrong the whole time and misquoting our movie lines. This is the real concern, though. You think about how we as a society and honest, hardworking, good people can mess things up, mess simple things up like little short movie clips. If you can't get something simple like that right... Why is it that so many of us try to tackle our own financial and retirement planning by using things like Googles and recommendations from someone who perhaps is not a professional? Because I know this is something you see all the time, Pat. Yes, it is. Well, I'll say do-it-yourself has become a huge advertising campaign Mm -hmm. within the financial services industry. Mm -hmm. You know, remember, so easy a baby can do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the investment shows, personally, I think they seem more like ESPN than proper retirement advice and guidance. Huh. Frankly, I feel as if they're playing to predominantly men who envision, you know, like a boiler room. But in my opinion, it's just a lot of show, a lot of loudness, flashy. Puffing your chest, if you will. It's gambling. It's gambling. Okay. It's not 
planning. Okay. But you can see where it's very attractive, especially for younger people. And you can see, and I'll fault myself, I have to pause and remember how old I am sometimes. I'm not 30, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to invest, and I'm not going to behave and spend the way I probably could have gotten away with in my 20s and 30s. Right. You have to change that. Right. One other issue uh, that would come up, I say, would be fees. Understandably, you know, when you're looking for advice and guidance, when you're looking for professional help, you're going to have to pay somebody. I have a contractor helping out, you know, redo a room in my house. Mm -hmm. I pay him because he's a professional. Could I do it myself? Possibly. Probably wouldn't get done very well. But if I'm very concerned with paying the fees, again, you really kind of need to look at, well, all right, maybe you'll save on the fees, but are you really getting you know, what you're looking for. You know, the old saying, you get what you pay for. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there is fear for paying for something of little or no value. And you see a lot of advertising and a lot of articles, and some of them are factual. S&P outperforms managed portfolios. I think that's where we need to sit back and say, is it only about rate of return? Isn't it about distribution? Isn't it about controlling volatility? Isn't it making certain that these assets last you for the rest of your life? And if you really look back, the S&P 500, I, great. I love it. I have a lot of clients in that index, but it is an extraordinarily volatile index. You know, from the year 2000 through the year 2003, we lost 40% in that index. And it took five years to recover. And then in 2008, we got knocked back down again. The only reason we had the longest running bull market was because they lowered interest rates basically to zero and they injected seven trillion dollars into the economy. Of course, we were going to have a bubble of everything. And then the party stopped because of inflation and they needed to raise the interest rates. That's an environment that people need to be very cautious of. We're not all gamblers. You know, maybe we want to envision ourselves that way. And I talk to people all the time. Oh, I saw this come in and I moved my money immediately into cash. Okay. There are a lot of folks who don't pay attention that much. Right. And I do think it comes down to, if I could use two words, pride and trust. Those are probably the two biggest obstacles. Pride. And I often sit when I speak with folks and I ask myself, is this someone who's too proud to ask for help. That's a major concern. That happens. Sure. And then the other one that does come up, understandably so, is trust. Maybe they've had a past experience with a financial advisor who didn't do what they said, who didn't service the account properly. Particularly people that come, came out of 2022 when everything was hunky-dory for 12 years and then they got sucked. Yeah, and, and I would even say, you know, are there bad apples in the financial industry? Yeah. Yes. What industry doesn't have them? Right. But let's remember, the market went down last year about 19%. Worst case, uh, back in October, we were down about 25% in the general market. Those are things where, okay, maybe you had an advisor who did lose some money. Well, everything was going down. It's kind of difficult. You know, we're not market timers. But were they making efforts to reduce the volatility, to reduce some of the losses? Majority of the clients that we work with here at Abish Financial probably, yeah, suffered some losses last year. Mm-hmm. Most of them, I would say, were probably in the single digits, maybe negative six, negative eight when we look at their total portfolio. Right. And you can see where folks maybe have an advisor that's focused more on the growth. Maybe they're working with younger people. They have a one-size-fits-all, and they're investing somebody who's in their mid-30s and in the accumulation phase of their life identically 
to somebody who's actually nearing retirement, what I like to call the jumping off point, and then in turn trying to generate income, and they're not changing anything within that asset allocation. They're not making any specific recommendations of how to take these distributions. Where should they be coming from? Should you be making Roth conversions? What about your pension plan? What options are available there? Should you take a survivor option? Should you take a lump sum? A lot of these topics, a lot of financial advisors will not hit upon because they're going to just be myopic. They're going to solely focus in on whatever the higher ups told them the asset allocation model should be. And it's a one size fits all. It's like going to McDonald's. Mm-hmm. And you can understand where people have this trust violated. So I often find people are pleasantly surprised when I kind of take the approach of, hey, I would love to work with you. It's a mutual relationship. We have to trust each other here Mm -hmm. and we need to get to know each other. And that all starts with a conversation. And that is a huge point of vulnerability. People don't want to admit what they may have done wrong. Maybe they didn't save enough. Maybe they feel a little guilty about it. This is a judgment-free zone. I don't think there is any person I have ever met looking in the mirror myself that hasn't made a mistake. We all do. We're not here to, you know, kind of scold somebody. You should have done this. We should have done that. It's like going to the doctor's office. If you're in need of help, you have to be clear. You have to be honest and you have to be able to and be willing to accept the help that's given to you. You brought up two interesting points just a minute ago as well regarding folks that have worked with advisor perhaps and maybe have some war wounds a little bit in yeah, from those understandably. The idea of, first of all, this growth-focused advisor. Mm-hmm. And that's something that is not what you are at Abish Financial Services. You focus on folks that maybe want some growth. Still, we all need a little growth even in our retirement years because we're looking at 20, 30 years from now, lasting through our retirement. But it's such a different approach to the financial planning because you are retirement-focused. That one but also to the idea of the guy who's listening to the man up in the big office, you're independent. You don't work for one particular bank taking directions from people up in the big C-suite. You guys are there in the field, if you will, with your clients, the folks that you work with, really figuring out what's working for the best for them individually. Yes, and we can customize a portfolio. Right. You know, Abe and I are not taking orders, as you you know just uh, spoken of, from on high, we right. develop the portfolios for our clients. And you know, when it comes to rate of return, yes, I want a very good rate of return. Am I willing to chase that rate of return? Because chasing rate of return isn't free. There's risk mm. associated mm-hmm. with it. It is not just all up. And we need to understand, if you want to chase that higher rate of return, you may find yourself in a position of suffering losses. But if you go for more of a moderate rate of return, we still want growth. We're still concerned with inflation. There are still factors out there that we need to address. Mm -hmm. But factoring in volatility, the volatility is never really spoken about with a lot of the accumulation advisors. It's when you start to take distributions, you need to be concerned. Would you rather take distributions from a portfolio that's down 20, 25 percent? Or would you rather take up monies from a portfolio that might be down negative six? And even the portfolio that's down negative six, maybe there's a pocket that didn't lose a dime at all. So you can choose within that portfolio, then you can look at the investments and look towards the investments that 
perhaps didn't lose in year 2022. And that's where you make your withdrawals while the ones that did lose recover. Is that what you're saying? That's exactly it. I mean, if you think back in history class, remember how they used to farm? They would always like fill in one field, leave another field fallow, and then they would go and they would plant in that fallow field and leave the other field Mm -hmm. empty. It's kind of like that. Why would I want to go and, you know, take distributions from an account that is really in the midst of suffering some losses when I have a nice, safe area? This is where we need to build a portfolio that has a lack of correlation. We don't want everything in the portfolio moving in lockstep. That's what correlation is. One asset moves up by one, another asset moves up by one. It moves down by one, the other assets move down by one. Well, that means when the market's doing great, you feel like a hero. But when the markets lose, you're losing across the board. And it was typically where we could use stocks and bonds to have a lack of correlation. And there is some lack of correlation there. But 2022, with interest rates rising, bond prices fell through the floor, stocks fell through the floor. It was bloodbath. But maybe there are areas outside of the market where you can still achieve a very reasonable rate of return, but also offer yourself some stability of principle. Seeking a portfolio that has lack of correlation. That is a term I personally have never heard, but it makes complete sense, especially when you're talking about folks that are headed into are already in retirement and understanding what true diversification is. That is what Pat and the entire team at Abish Financial Services are here to show you in a plan of your own. So if you have questions about how you are set up, do you have lack of correlation within your portfolio? Go to retirementkeyradio.com. That's where you can begin the conversation about your own portfolio and get answers to your questions. Again, get started today. Retirementkeyradio.com. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Key Podcast. Be sure to listen to the Retirement Key Radio Show, Saturdays and Sundays on WMAL. Investment advisory services offered through Abish Financial Wealth Management, LLC, number 310633, a registered investment advisor firm. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Abish Financial Services is licensed in your state, please call 571-577-9968. Abish Financial Services is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Abish Financial Services, Inc., Virginia Insurance License, number 12782. Zero.